Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Welcome back, friends, to the Living on Purpose podcast. It's been a while since I recorded a solo episode, and I'm feeling called this month to do a few of them. So I'm really excited to dig in with you. So let's just get started. Curious, what do you think of when I say the phrase wake up call? Do you imagine like hitting rock bottom? or experiencing extreme burnout, or dropping some big, huge, important ball. That's usually what comes to my mind when I hear the word wake-up call. But whatever it is that comes to your mind, I hope that after today's episode, you're a little more aware of wake-up calls in your own life both the loud, booming calls, as well as the soft whispers. The biggest wake up call I ever had was my first panic attack all those years ago. I was sitting at my insurance agency, minding my own business, hustling with the best of them, just grinding out all the long hours and making my managers happy. I was hitting all the money, you know, I was hitting all the numbers, all the goals that were set for me. And I was making all the money. I was winning all the awards. Everything that I'd assign this level of importance to was thriving, like work, business, and finances. But the one thing that I was completely ignoring was my mental health. And as I mentioned, this wake-up call came in the form of a scary panic attack. I remember sitting at my desk, starting to feel a little lightheaded, got a little dizzy, my heart started racing. I started sweating and I left the office midday, which I had never done, called my husband to meet me at the urgent care. And after a thorough examination, uh, the physician said, you've just experienced a panic attack. And I was incredulous. I was embarrassed. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't know who I am. You don't know about Maudie. Um, I'm a hustler. I'm a grinder. I'm not a panic attacker. Uh, And it was that mentality and that attitude that actually got me to where I was. And so I landed myself in therapy. And the wake up call for me was this, that if, if I continued to hustle and grind at the pace I was, I was going to forfeit my sanity and my health. And I was confronted really, it it felt quickly with a decision 
to change. And I, I did record a podcast episode all about my panic attack and you can tune into that one. But that's not what this episode is about specifically. This wake up call all those years ago put me on high alert for other wake up calls. I was so terrified of having another panic attack that I became hyper vigilant toward and aware of my body and my mind. And this hyper vigilance, and not hyper vigilance in the sense of like, I'm constantly on the lookout, I'm just constantly aware of how I'm doing. I can take a temperature of, of my mental health pretty quickly. And, and because of this hypervigilance, um, maybe I call it hyper awareness or just awareness. Um, because honestly, pre panic attack, I had none. (laughs) I had, I had no awareness. That's why it felt like it's so it's, it felt like it snuck up on me in the moment. In hindsight, now that I have this awareness, I could see it was a slow burn. And because I have this awareness now, I was able to spot my most recent wake-up call. Not only was I able to spot it with awareness, but also some compassion. So my latest wake-up call happened last week on Tuesday morning. And like all Tuesday mornings this year, I have a standing 7 a.m. coaching call. Every single Tuesday, I meet with the same coaching client for 30 minutes every single week for a whole year to propel her goals, her dreams, and her desires. So that Monday night, last Monday night, I went to sleep without checking my calendar and I just set my alarm. I set it without thinking for 7.01 and then I hit the sack. (laughs) The next morning on Tuesday, when my alarm went off, I, I literally sprang out of bed. I know, you know, that feeling where it's like, you know, you missed something. That's how I just, I knew instantly. And I grabbed my, well, I had my phone because that was my, um, that was my alarm. I checked my phone. I already had a text from the client saying, Hey, are we on today? Like, duh. Yes. We're always on. And my heart just sank to my butt. I was so disappointed in myself. I had totally flaked on a long-standing coaching call. I completely, completely missed it. So I fired off a text, a quick apology offered a different time slot. And I just got busy berating the shit out of myself for being such an idiot. (laughs) Have you ever done that? In that moment, I told myself a bunch of nasty things, making my already sorry self feel even sorrier, but not only sorry, like really, really crappy about myself. I brushed my teeth, brewed a cup of coffee, and then I curled up with my trusty journal and I I got vulnerable with my journal and with myself. I um, I started asking myself questions. I, I really wanted to get to the bottom of not only how I was actually doing, like in real life doing, but I also wanted to get down to the bottom of why this happened, why this really happened. It, it had never happened before. And so I wrote about how busy I was feeling and how out of control 
of my schedule I was feeling and how I felt like I was just living day to day, just like taking things, obligations, appointments on a day to day basis, not looking out into the future, not planning my work. And, and with what I do with client appointments and group coaching calls, that strategy is not effective for me. And, and I also journaled about how I had my parents in town at the time. They'd been there for about a week. Aiden had came home, had come home from college and he brought a friend with him. And my cousin was, who's 16, was visiting for, from Spain. She was staying with us for three weeks. Plus during that time, we had two long weekend soccer tournaments and we were entertaining. You know, I was cooking for 15, um, which I love. Uh, we were trying to get outside and do hikes every day and really just show our visitors and guests the beauty of the Pacific Northwest by doing all the things. It was like I had more and more and more and more. My 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 days were just full. I was going a hundred what felt like a hundred miles an hour uh from sun up till sundown and I was cooking and cleaning and catering to the needs, wants, and desires of everyone else without pausing to ask myself what I might have needed. Now, I just want to like caveat here because entertaining and catering to the needs of my guests is something I love to do. I love to entertain. I love to be around people. I love to gather people in my home. I love a huge, huge table, like a huge dinner table where we're all eating. I love all of that. However, in this situation scenario, I never pause to ask myself what I really might need. And so missing that appointment on Tuesday was the wake up call that was honestly bound to happen at some point, like going at that pace at that rate, seemingly flying by the seat of my pants, living day to day. At some point I, it it was bound to happen. I was, I was going to, to drop a ball. It was going to happen and becoming sitting with my journal and becoming aware of this doesn't excuse my mistake. Okay. I just want to reiterate that this is very rare for me. And I did feel completely horrible and being busy, close to burnout, um, catering to everyone else, not not taking care of myself. um, That doesn't excuse my mistake. What it does do is helps me for the future because I can't change what happened in the past. Like I can't change the fact that I missed that appointment, but what I can do is make tweaks to ensure that I show up for my commitments moving forward. And also I can be intentional and determined how I plan to show up in the present. And in hindsight, the way I was showing up was kind of in survival kind of in survival mode, right? And and that's that's not who I want to be. That's not who I want to continue to be. Okay, sister, I've got to interrupt this episode to ask, what's your it? What's the thing that you've always dreamt of doing? 
Is it starting a side hustle or traveling to Europe for three weeks? Maybe it's paying off those pesky credit cards. Is it purchasing an investment property, learning to play the guitar, teaching yourself Italian, or maybe writing a book? What's your it? You know the thing that you only have confided with your closest peeps, or maybe you've never even told anyone about your it. It's the thing you promise to get to when everything else in your life is in order. It's the thing that you promise you'll get to when you've got more time. It's the thing you'll promise you'll get to when you just figure out how. Spoiler alert, my friend. You'll never have everything together. You're never going to magically have more time. And you'll never learn how unless unless you decide to get after it, okay? Which is the name and the theme of my new three-month mastermind. But wait, 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 hold up. Before you skip ahead and get back to the episode, just stay with me for 15 more seconds because it's so damn good. This isn't your typical mastermind. It's not the big business, stiff and stuffy sort of thing. This is a place for inspired women just like you to get together each week to set one big goal for yourself, to actually go after your it, to create accountability, and the big and is to take action towards your it. We will couple accountability and action. And by coupling those two things, you guys, we guarantee results. Whatever your it may be, get after it is the place for you. We start in September. So please jump on this opportunity. It's so damn good. And together, let's get after it. Another example of a wake up call that I recently had is um, really quickly, uh, I was taking my cousin to get our nails done. Uh, We were I was attempting to stay as busy as I possibly could every single day to have something for for my guest to do. And so we were going to go and get our nails done. And so we, you know, finished up my work, hopped in the car, jetted out the door. I guess I jetted out the door and then I hopped in my car (laughs) and I got halfway to the salon, which I had made an appointment for. And so it was like another appointment. I realized I had forgotten my purse. And I turned around and I went back and got my first and I, it dawned on me in that moment, like, yo, Maudie, maybe this is also a wake up call. Okay. So wake up calls can come in a variety of different ways. It can be dropping the ball, missing an appointment, uh, sleeping in, uh, forgetting things. And however you're experiencing a wake up call. Um, Here's three strategies to get through it. The first one is awareness. The second one is compassion. And the third one is plan. Um, (laughs) ACP to remember, I did create a, a worksheet for you to print out and work through. If you, if you want, it is, uh, it will be in the show notes for you. I know uh, not everyone is a journaler like I am. And I know not everyone uh, has the ability to look at a blank piece of paper and get vulnerable and real and authentic with themselves. That is a practice that takes time. And so what I've 
realized helps my clients is this a little guide, just a little bit of guidance when we're going through this sort of work. And so that's what the, um, the worksheet for wake up calls is going to be all about. So let's just quickly tap into and talk about the three strategies. The first one is awareness. Now awareness is going to happen when we slow down. So this first step takes some time. It takes some time for us to get slow enough that we can get real with ourselves. And some of the ways you might start to become aware of a wake-up call brewing or things being off, I would tune into things like lack of sleep or trouble sleeping or waking up and not getting a full seven, eight hours. Another thing I would watch out for is numbing, whether it is through food, uh, drink, shopping, working, like workaholism is a form of coping. That's something to, that you can learn to be aware of. Uh, if you're forgetting things, if you're forgetting keys, forgetting your purse, forgetting groceries in the car after you get home, that is something to tune into and be aware of. And another one is getting sick. Um, sometimes our bodies are our best friends, our biggest biggest, you know, um, truth teller when it comes to getting stressed close to burnout or close to a wake up call. And so a way to get aware is to just really become honest with yourself and, and ask yourself, how am I doing? How am I feeling? How is my energy? Am I getting to everything that's important? Am I only getting to the less important things like I was in the past, which was business and money? And am I kind of leaving out the, the real shit, the family, the me. Awareness is number one. Number two is compassion. So often when we have a wake up call, we're going to slip right into berate, you know, berating ourselves like I did, just right into negative self-talk. And, um, and that is, I want you to, first of all, realize that that might be your instant response forever. And I want you to just know that that's okay. However, what we get to do is we get to do, as soon as we become aware of the negative self-talk, as soon as we become aware that we're really beating ourselves up, we get to choose a different response. Okay. So we might be conditioned to respond one way, but we are enlightened enough to choose a different response, which is, and can be compassion. And we may even, we may even need to start by forgiving ourselves, like reminding ourselves and remembering that we're all doing the best we can. We're doing the best that we can with the resources that we have. And so compassion and self-kindness is going to be an amazing tool when it comes to a wake-up call because a wake-up call might be our best gift. And yeah, it probably means we fucked up. <laughs> it probably means something went sideways. And I just want you to know that it's okay. It happens. And I want you to remember also what Maya Angelou says is in her quote, she says, when you know better, do better. And I love that quote because a wake-up call is knowing better. A wake-up call is like, oof, okay, I got to some point where my eyes are wide open, I have the awareness, I have some self-compassion, and I can do better next 
time. What happened in the past happened. It's important to stay present and make intentional decisions for the future. And that's where uh, step number three, plan, comes in. Plan for that future. Ask yourself, how do you want to show up next time? You can even um, really map out exactly who you're going to be for that person, for yourself in the future. Other things to consider when you're creating a plan is to ask for help. If your wake up call is like my first, you know, my big one with the panic attack, asking for help is going to be step number one. Who can help me through this? Who's been there? Who could be a mentor or a guide? You can also find resources. There's a lot of things online. If you find yourself, you know, forgetting things, missing appointments, dropping balls, there's resources online. You do not have to recreate the wheel, okay? We are not all amazing at, uh, let's say, scheduling, but somebody who is amazing at that has posted something online. There are resources. There are books. There are podcasts like you're tuning into right now. Resources are in the plenty. Another tip for planning is to use your calendar and your schedule as an ally, as your BFF. I want you to be able to think about your calendar as something you can really lean on and rely on. It is like so rock solid, trustworthy that you don't have to worry about dropping the balls anymore. And not just for your to-dos and your appointments. I want you to consider your self-care in there. Consider using your schedule and your calendar to give your yourself exactly what you need in the given situation. So for example, had I slowed my role for a minute and asked myself what I really needed when I was running last week, two weeks ago, one of the things that I would have realized is that I would have loved food planning. I was, I was, you know, day to day. It was every single day trying to figure out what we're going to eat for breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Something that would have really helped me was just a little tiny baby bit of planning. And then another thing that would have really helped me if I asked myself um, that question would be ask what I, I would have deployed help from my kiddos. And so that would have been part of my plan. And so sister, if you're listening to this and you feel a wake up call brewing, please use awareness, compassion, and plan. Please use these strategies to move forward. And sister, if you have experienced a wake up call recently, go easy on yourself. We get to make different choices moving forward and we get to use our past as lessons. You know, I'm a curious student of life. So what if we just got curious about the wake up call? What if we just ask some questions and with those questions are going to hold within the answer to those questions, that's where we are going to figure out exactly who and what we want to be moving forward. So friends, that's what I have for you today. Uh, you know, surprise, surprise. I'm not perfect. Uh, and my wake up call was a gift. And um, I'm happy to be able to share the story and the gift with you as well. So until next time, please continue to live on purpose. 
thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.